0: Hello and welcome to the 305th episode of the Cue It Up podcast, the only podcast that comes with a money back guarantee. I am your host, Jared. To my left is Eric. Dave. And we are the Cue Podcast. Guys, today on the show, we're going to give a brief rundown of things that we've been watching this week. After that, we're going to get into a spoiler-filled review in our second part of the series on Austin Powers. So this time, we're going to be doing The Spy Who Shagged Me. So if you've not seen that, go watch on Netflix. Come back after you're done. Uh, just so everybody's aware, if this conversation feels a little weird... Uh, we Or have, rushed. Or rushed, yeah. We've, we've tried to record on our opening parts. We never got to the movie, but... Computer issues have uh, made us reboot two times now. Yeah,
1: uh, the last time, uh, I guess, uh, Microsoft decided that we needed to know that it was 81 degrees uh, Fahrenheit and a little sunny symbol uh, Mm -hmm. was more important than Oh, man, you haven't
2: updated in a while. I got that update a while ago. Yeah, well, I mean,
1: this this computer literally gets used only for the podcast, but...
0: Mm-hmm. All right, so uh, let's talk about some things that we've been watching this week. Uh, the big thing that I mentioned and will mention again uh, is that I finished up uh, Star Wars: The Bad Batch, which was a show. The last time I reported in, it was about mid-season. Uh, I was at the time was head over heels. I'm a little bit more tepid on it now. Uh, the back half of season one was not nearly as good as season as the fir- the first half. Having said that. Its final three episodes were fantastic. I'm still very high on the show. Uh they've renewed it for a season two, so I'll be happy to I mean, take a look at it when it comes to Was there back. any
1: worry that there wasn't going to be a season two?
0: Yeah, actually. It, really? Yeah, not not worry, but uh, m- a lot of us thought that this was a one and done uh, Oh, you, thing. But,
1: but that would have been a planned one and done, though. That's yeah. not like a Yeah, not a I don't a, think
0: it was gonna get canceled because of lack of interest. No, but yeah. Uh, no, as a matter of fact, I think the idea, like I'd be all for, uh, they're doing it right now, the Book of Boba, which is coming out. There's not going to be a season two of Book of Boba, at least I don't think there's going to be. Instead of making a movie of Boba Fett, they're going to do a, I think it's four, if I remember right, four episode arc. Of Boba Fett, and then it's done. And then you don't have to worry. The, the creators of that show can tell the greatest story that they want, tell it succinctly, and then not have to worry about stretching plot lines on a season two. We'll say this. Having watched the back half of season one, the, not where not a lot is going on. Maybe that's the kind of decision that they should be looking towards. But again, the final three episodes were fantastic. So, so
1: mid-season lull, but in ending strongly for
0: season yep. one. So I'm back on board. But uh, if you watch the first season, just be warned that uh, after uh, Good Guys Follow Orders arc. Uh, that there is a bad batch a, of episodes. There's so. a bad batch of episodes. That's <laughs> right. All right, that is the big thing for me. Eric, you had nothing to say? Uh, Oh, I had something that was very uh, important
1: and valuable to me, but you always dismiss, which is I watched a lot, a lot of Twitch. So, Dave, then
0: you actually had something. uh, Keep
2: moving. Yeah, I watched Suicide Squad, the new one. It was great. Mm -hmm. Uh, That's all I'm going to say because we're rushing on time, but it was great. We're fine. Elaborate a little bit. All right. It was much better, much more fun, much more Doom Patrol like.
0: How does this fit in uh, well to the. DC DC universe?
2: Yeah. uh, Honestly, Uh, it sits pretty well on its own. I would suggest watching the first Suicide Squad uh, just to learn a few characters. But overall, you could go into it and just watch this one.
0: On a silliness rating uh what i would be interested to know is
1: <laughs> a one is dark knight a two or uh, and a 10 is deadpool. Doom patrol <laughs> well, but uh, yeah probably dead deadpool, deadpool is probably yeah. sillier
0: yeah, yeah. than that is the movie ta- cuz i know it's very silly and it's funny and uh-huh. so that is there is it actually serious enough that the stuff has consequence
2: uh yeah uh, let's put it this Fairly. way there's probably two characters that actually have something to lose Maybe a little, a uh, little more than that, but yeah, there's enough on the line because, like, is this actually. is
0: this really just a comedy or is there actual? There's some stakes. There is. There's
2: a few stakes, but does it have emotional? Definitely resonance? more. Uh, yeah, actually, okay. it does it really? does. That's important to me, even in a comedy. So I agree with that. I'll put it this way: people are upset, like really upset, that a character died, not because they really liked the character, but he had a good arc going on. Or she had a good arc going on. Hmm. I, yeah, I already ruined that. Spoiler. Or it, or it in this or movie. It. Yeah, so, there's a yeah, lot of options. It was great. All right. Sounds good. Did
1: uh, you just assign gender to that person who died, by the way? I,
2: no political Apparently, talk. I didn't. Mm. No political talk. But anyway, the only other thing I've been watching is the old uh, sitcom called The Middle. Not Malcolm in the Middle. Just the middle,
1: <laughs> you know, the one that that wanted to be like Malcolm in the Middle, but wasn't. So they called themselves the Middle. Yeah, and I used what to the think heck that is too. The middle,
2: you never heard of the Middle? Never heard of. Oh, okay, it was on ABC.
1: I for, I literally said because Dave was watching it but when I came up, uh, came in. I go, I forgot the show existed.
2: <laughs> what is it? There was nine seasons of it. Um, I mean, it's basically it's a family I, sitcom. It, it is essentially like Malcolm in the Middle. But it's, maybe not as I,
1: I know. I should know the actors' names, but Patricia it's the, Heaton, yes, the mom from oh, Everybody yeah, Loves from, Raymond.
2: Oh, um, the had, janitor had the wrong, from
0: yes, I had the wrong mom. I thought she was the I thought Patricia Heaton was the mom from Home Improvement. But no, she's not. This is the mom from Everybody Loves Raymond. Yes, yes. Right. and then, and then uh, the say,
2: janitor yeah. from Scrubs,
0: which is I love that? Scrubs, but Jared, I, I don't, barely know. I, I think I know who you Jared
1: about. was not a huge fan of Scrubs. I remember uh, I
2: admired Scrubs. It has yeah. it has Jerry Van Dyke from Coach. I do love. I loved. Is he the older, older guy? Yeah. Okay. Mm -hmm. Not Dobber, but the other guy.
1: No, I do. I like. So the thing with the middle is like, I like the people involved in the middle. I just don't think it. It's as funny as I want it to be. You know,
2: I didn't think so either until I started watching it because I there's nine seasons. I'm actually up to season five, and this show actually has more continuity to it than you would think. Like consequences happen, and they bring it back up quite. (laughs)
1: I'm not, they, I, that I like, that um, the idea that there's that running consequences. I'm just saying in the moments that are supposed to be funny, it's it doesn't, and it even, I say this partly because, you know, of just a little bit that I watch now, but I used to watch that show a little bit, uh-huh. and even then, even when I was watching it, I never really felt like it was, the moments that were supposed to be funny weren't as funny as they wanted them to be.
2: I disagree. Yeah. And I, that's, that's valid. It was I, a popular show. If I have show. one thing to say, Sue, the daughter of the mm-hmm. show, She's funny. Yes. is a comedic genius. Like, she's, she's funny. She is the funniest part of the show. I, I do agree with that. But yeah, that's
0: all I'm I looking Marvel. on IMDb. None of this looks I have <laughs> no, there's no memory of this one. Well, it's on yeah.
2: HBO Max if you want to watch I it. I can
0: tell you because it ran from 2009 to 2018. That's around the time that I started getting very busy. I was going to say it had life, a good run. So.
1: Like, I mean, for, for a TV show, you know, these days. Uh,
0: that was on during Lost. I didn't mm. have time for, uh, but such,
2: then you should have saw commercials for it. Because they were both on
0: ABC. I didn't watch commercials. And oh, that would have been season five. And that's the one that I was watching on. I watched all those episodes uh, through ABC.com. Yeah, so. what is
1: this basic Hulu? We don't watch <laughs> ads here. Yep.
0: Yeah. That was when I started dating my wife. So a lot of stuff started dropping Oh, you were dropping smooching. My, uh, oh, I'm not saying not. we weren't.
2: <laughs> smooching.
0: I'm not commenting at all. Oh, Christy. Uh, mm-hmm. Well, I married her. You know, so it's, all right, guys. I say we get into so the movie. It's allowed? Of the week. <laughs> That's right. Okay. All right, movie of the week. Well, it's safe because
1: he, Jared knows that because Christy is his wife, she doesn't want to hear any more of Jared's voice, so she never listens. to this. That's right. So anything he says is safe.
0: Yeah. Play that music. All right, the movie that uh, we Eric picked for this right, week, <laughs> yeah, because uh-huh. this would be right the after my pick. Right is yeah. Eric's pick. Totally on my own That's idea. Right. No goading, no coercing. There, there. That's right. Uh, Austin Powers: The Spy Who Shagged Me. We believe it came out in 1999. Dave, can sure you did. Pick? You did. Yeah, yeah that I'm looking at go now. Thank you. Uh, it is currently running a 52 percent rating on Rotten Tomatoes. Budget of 33 million. Uh, which seems low. You would think... I mean, I don't think you have to throw money at this it's thing, but...
2: double what they paid last time. Is it? Okay. Yeah.
0: Um, and I'll say this. It doesn't look like a cheap movie. Mm-mm. Looks good. Though, uh, all right, never mind. We'll, we'll get, I was just going to say, I. I really am... Uh, I was tickled at the Independence Day blowing yeah. up the White House. No, I was going to say, but.
1: yeah, you're talking about <laughs> an extra <laughs> of, uh, monetary thing that can cost. But I'm just saying, for a movie like this, though, yes, this one actually, I'm not going to say they're crazy. This one has some special effects in it, so of the original. But like most of the budget like is going to be like costuming and, mm-hmm. and set design and th- something like that on something like this.
0: So. All right, And, and just, cameo actors. Oh, yeah, quite a few of those. Mm-hmm. Good ones, too. Uh, they have they they do that well. Uh, the box office pulled in three hundred and twelve million. So again, uh, the Touchstone Studios—they got my money a few they, different uh, times. Yeah.
2: So the first movie though, what? only sixty-seven million. I did see this in the movie theater.
1: I I brought this up on the last yeah, pod, and I'm pretty sure it's. My my memory is not always the the best uh, comparatively to some other people when it when it's stuff from your past. But uh, I believe it was this one. I so this was one of the first movies where because obviously the the whole series has very um, light comparatively to some other movies, but sexual undertones throughout the whole movie. And mommy. So so this was one of the let's just say most adult at the time movies that I ever saw when I was. A very young child like so I went and saw this with my aunt and some other family members mm-hmm. which like I, I, I even the, the only reason I even remember that because it's a weird turning moment there's another movie I I've mentioned before on the pod that was like well this movie I don't remember being awkward like and again it is the sexual stuff there is a little lighter even though it is a lot of sexual and you know um, the one that was awkward for me is I saw there's something about Mary yeah. with family members and my mom and there's a, if, you, if you've if you seen the movie, there's a famous scene with, we'll just say, that imitates hair gel. You'll know mm-hmm. what that is. And my mom elbowed me in the theater and goes, pointed at the screen and was like, oh, Is that funny? And I was just like, I wanted to die. I would. I wanted to die. But like, this was one of these things where it's like, I felt like an adult after watching uh, Spy Who Shag me. Cause I'm yeah. like, Oh, I can go see jokes that are like, you know, not kid jokes anymore. That's right. Yeah.
2: You know, I felt like an adult after watching it this time, and I realized <laughs> that the jokes aren't as funny as they used to well, be. Well, also for me. because your
1: wife just looked at you in shame, because <laughs> as I was told uh, beforehand, not a single, not once. Did Amanda laugh during
0: this movie? Not once.
2: Not once. That takes some... uh, Uh, You got to
0: give her props on that. Yeah. All right, let's go around and give our star ratings. Uh, Just so that we can keep this consistent, do you guys remember what you gave one? I think I gave five. I believe I gave it five. And I think I was at four or five. If anything, I gave four and a half. I know Dave and I were higher than you, and
1: I believe Dave and I were both fives.
0: Okay. Uh, I'm at three stars on this one. I I still like this movie. As a matter of fact, I think... I enjoyed this more than I was anticipating. Oh, yeah. I remember straight up not liking this, but um, I think this movie has some really funny stuff, and I think it it saves a lot of its best bits towards the end, which is always good for me. So that's my uh, star rating three. Eric, where are you at?
1: Um, I really thought I was going to come in with a higher score than this, but I think I got to give this a 3.5.
2: Okay. I've oh. i I'm kind of the opposite of Jared. I saw this a lot. I probably saw this more than the first one in theaters. And the group of friends I was with at the time, we all thought this was the epitome of com- comedy back then. Uh-huh. And so going into this, I'm, I thought like I was going to enjoy it. Oh, my gosh. This, this is pretty bad. I'm going down to two. Okay. I,
1: I, I, I. I don't disagree with you, and we'll get into that, but I think I have to pull my score, I, which I did with the first one too. But like, I, cause I, I really didn't, I had enough negatives about the first one that I shouldn't have probably given it a five star, but there's just so much I loved and nostalgia. And it's like that with this one too. I have to give it a little more leniency because some of the jokes aren't funny because i've heard them so many times so that's not a mistake on the the movie and then some of the jokes are just funny cuz i've outgrown that style of comedy but i loved this movie i saw this movie many many times when it came out and and for a long period of time and it it's even still even though i was bummed out watching this movie um i i still had that young i felt young watching this movie again and it, it that boosts the score a little i
0: guess all right uh Dave what was some redeeming qualities to this film? Um you
2: kind of mentioned towards the end the ki- the plot line of Austin traveling back through time again right. to save Jared loves time travel. To yeah. save well save his mojo and save the girl. Yeah. Like that that's kind of clever. Oh, I I really like it. Come
1: that. on there's a Jared moment in this movie whenever they're like but if I'm frozen in 1967 and, well, how does it, oh, my, you know, and, he goes, and they, they look at the camera and they're like, I don't know, maybe you should just go with it or <laughs> whatever. Yeah. Like that, hey, this movie already doesn't make sense in multiple points. Do we really need to worry if the time travel makes sense or not? Just it. go with it. Yep.
0: Yeah, I love that. I always love it when they make fun of. Yeah, uh, the hang a lantern on that's it. right. right. Uh. So you thought that the ending also... Yeah,
2: I I, I thought it I kind think of wrapped up. Everything,
0: uh, when Austin and Felicity Shagwell uh-huh. uh, get to his lair, I was really low on this film. Mm-hmm. Really low. Like, straight up was not enjoying it. Especially, like, that scene when he's going to drink... Uh, oh, the uh, daddy well, bee's uh, poop water. I was just like, "There, this is this. There's nothing funny about there, this. There
1: is one thing funny about it, and it's not the what a lot of because there. That's not the only type of joke that's ever been made in a comedy where it's something horrible about to happen and it keeps getting delayed and uh. then eventually it does happen. So like that, that is the thing. But it's how obvious they make what is about to happen." That's what made me laugh is that same kind of hang a lantern on it. The meta like of it is they there is no bones about what is about to happen in that scene. And so like they do that throughout the movie a couple different times where they make a joke that is upcoming. So obvious that it is more funny to me than the actual joke is that they're just like being that ridiculous on screen with it. So like I, I think that's what's funny about the scene. Not that he drinks Ooh, it's a bit nutty, or whatever. It's the fact that that it's like it's such an obvious joke that it's like
0: I feel like they're giggling like when they I write it. But uh, once they get to the island, a lot of my favorite scenes, most of my favorite, the the even uh, I'm not a big fan of Mini Me yeah. for the most part until they get to that fight scene, and oh. then there's so much connect- That, that whole thing is funny, man. Dude, when- even the sophomore jokes about you know. How he ejects him out into space. Yeah. Like, as a person who doesn't even appreciate bathroom humor at all, that joke worked
2: for me. Well, can we go back to the coffee, the, the, the poo, the poo, the poo coffee, the, if the we the have coffee. to? Like, what is the point of that scene? So, Because well, well, it's yeah. funny. No, I mean... No, but,
1: you mean, what are they trying to figure out from a stool sample? Well, no, Which, why, why do they, no they have their stool sample? Well, when she goes, we need it, it's just like, for what? What are you... What could what would you what could you possibly learn from his stool? But they put a yet?
2: tracker on him. Yeah, I know. And that. then they're like, "Oh well, the poo sample. We're gonna f- we we're, found we're... this random plant that's in his stool that's only on this island. Yeah. It's like, why did that's he... how
0: they figured out where Doctor
2: Evil's right? But why did they have a tracker put in him then?
1: Well, it didn't work because he 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 released the tracker. You know, mm, so they yeah. had to they had to improvise. I guess. But... Oh
2: well, it's, uh, it's just poo joke for no reason so i agree with that. I,
1: I will say this and this that's what i wanted to talk about that scene is and i'm not saying that i was just like hee hee to everything in the like the original too because like obviously i was younger when i watched this but like you're growing in your sense of comedy and and i've kind of reached like a, a place where i've settled off on uncertain things but just in general there are so many jokes about like you know just bodily waste or whatever, or right. just gross, but like the the whole character of what since I'm not allowed to say his name, Fatty B. That's right. Um, that Family it's just show. As, aside show. from a couple points, I used to think that character was hilarious. There's yeah, I never a never liked him. There's a moment or two that I still like when I was watching it, like this time around. But there's so many times where I'm just like. Just end the scene. Like the scenes go on too long, and the joke is just, "Look how fat he is,
0: or gross he is," and it's too much. Like, well, and so it's
1: Eddie Murphy in a fat suit. It, it's 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 that same comedy. Like,
0: except when Eddie Murphy was in a fat suit, I don't feel that the jokes were mean spirited. True, I feel these like are mean. Those are mean spirited jokes. That that is what soured my initial take on this film. I've never liked mean spirited comedy. I never have. I'm never going to. And there was nothing mean-spirited in one. And then this one, there's a lot of mean-spiritedness mm-hmm. to it. And he is the focal point of that, as far as I can Yeah. Uh, tell. They
1: have a chance to redeem themselves with like where it becomes like a sentimental moment, but then they just ended in a still in a they just throw it away. So
0: like. I will say I'll give him credit on this. The only part with him I like is his little speech. And then I think it's funny that he's like, nah, I'm just going to kill you anyway.
1: <laughs> so I actually
0: that's the only moment of his I enjoy is his final one. So yeah. that works a little bit for me. But that's why I'm just like it, it's just like I'm all over the board on this one. I I dislike a lot of parts of it, but there's enough funny stuff going on here that I go with it. Like how many times when he's fighting with Doctor Evil in the end, and Doctor Evil keeps having to click his button so that he can talk, (laughs) cracks me up. Like it is
1: well, so I I, and that's part of what I want to talk about too. That's funny, and that's a thing I remembered. Like when it started happening, I go, yeah, I remember this keeps going on, but there are so many jokes. In this, that actually, in this movie, at least on this watch through, I don't think are funny immediately. That's one I think is funny immediately. But I'm saying there are so many jokes that I don't think are funny immediately, but they do it so repetitively that I laugh by the end of it. And like one of those types of jokes, which is a common thing in this, um, is th- I mean, they're not hiding it, but almost every joke in this movie. Is a repeat and or reworking, sometimes just straight repeat yeah. of the first movie. Yeah, they Home Alone 2'd it. They they do okay, but you but actually the like of it, that. By the end of it, I do it's because comforting. it's it's so it's almost too like it's so in your face. By the end of it, that I start laughing at the format of it, and like they will sometimes change it in a way that still is fresh enough to make me laugh. Um, we talked about last week, um, which you didn't even notice that because your favorite scene from the the first movie was when he gets the 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 thing stuck in the yeah. hallway Yeah. They do that with the time travel car in here, but it's very quick, but they do the, the same it's essentially the same joke in fact they do the funniest part of that joke which you didn't even notice which is he goes to back up so he like looks behind the car and it goes forward and knocks stuff over mm. um, which like I said that to me is the funniest part but like what's funny to me about that scene is because I know in my mind I go here we go it's the same joke but the old one was in a tight hallway he has so he's in a giant open yeah. anger so it's literally he has so much space but they still make the same joke so I like when they do that where it's like they're literally making the exact same joke I mean they go and it's this same a different escape but it's the the room in the lava he stands at the door he says the couple things until the female is finally like yeah we should go and he's like all right it, it's just it's always slightly different like the way that guy is an idiot and he's like they're, they're jumping across three feet away from him talking about how they're gonna an escape and he's randomly taking all a right. phone call <laughs> like I, I like I, I there's something like you said comforting about knowing where the what the end of the joke is, and it almost like being a, a second, like it's the same scene yep. almost, but like it's an outtake. All
2: right, so I, I mean, I get now. a, I, I have other things I do like about the movie, but I have to disagree. You hate all of that. I, I hate all that. I it feel like it's every a, two seconds in the movie too. It does, and I feel like the movie has become a parody on itself. I almost feel like the people who created, um, the not another team movie and. Disaster movie yeah. kind of took over on this one. The first one where it was clever is now just, hey, let's make a joke for joke's sake. Like, oh, let, let's make Mini-Me and Dr. Evil dance to just the two of us. I it's hate like, that. I, come I, on. I actually hate that. Like, it's, we'll talk about that. Yeah, I hate that part, too. Yeah, when it becomes a parody it before, on yeah. itself, I just, I don't so, like But that.
1: again, what I'm saying is the, re- the reuse of jokes, but done in a slightly different light. So, like, one of my favorite jokes from the original movie is the amount of times where there's and they do it with um vanessa as well but where there's a like a naked austin and there's something strategically blocking him and yeah. it's moving in a way like that kind of stuff so the the flip side of that on this one aside from the credit sequence is the the scene in the tent that scene in the tent as long as it is which is a really long they come back to it later is ridiculous as it is is hilarious to me i the remember that the they're all in the watching, theater
0: had the i mean the the cr- Oh yeah, that was about as hard as I've ever seen people laugh in a movie theater <laughs> yeah. in that scene.
1: It, but it, it's so dumb. But it's it's that is again. That's as, I mean to be honest, that's as childish a joke as any of the Fatty B stuff.
0: But but like, it's not mean spirit.
1: It's not. But it it is. It still holds up. Like, Though the reason
0: it's funny is because, and I'm gonna guess that the director on the set, either that or the only real actor is the guy that they keep focusing on because that guy's reaction <laughs> yes. to the events is <laughs> well, why it's well, so also funny. they're
1: just so mesmerized that they just wait the whole time yeah. and let it all play out which until is there's like, bombs. Yeah. Yeah. Drop your weapon. And then he stands up and all this stuff falls out. Yeah.
2: So I know not like the stuff wait, we like. Oh, I was going to make a point sure, uh, sure.
0: based upon what something you were saying. Uh, this is a sequel to a movie. Uh, when did Austin Powers 1 come out? Was it 97? I I'll say, yeah, this was so a So this is years two later. years before. Your average movie going public, Dave, only sees Austin Powers once. They go back and they see a movie two years later. Most people aren't watching these back-to-back. They're not made for people to be watching them back-to-back. You're noticing <laughs> yeah, that... You're
2: making us watch them back-to-back. I to
0: am. Back. I, I, but yeah. I, I think... I think it's sometimes maybe a little harsh when some, you're watching a sequel. You think some people look, aren't noticing all of the stuff that's either that or done. they don't care. Cause it's been two years since yeah. they've had that and meal.
2: Here's the thing. Back in the day when I did watch this, I did love it. Yeah. So yeah, maybe it's just humor change. Maybe it's like, okay, I just watched the first one. Maybe you're right. But still, when it becomes, like I said, a joke upon itself, uh, one of the biggest examples of this was Zoolander 2, which I know neither of I you. I watched it. Watched. I, 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 I love the original
0: and, one so much that I, I just don't want to do it. Please
2: don't because I mean, I only watched it once and it was, it's like they're making jokes, but they don't know why those jokes are funny. Yep. And that's where it's just like, oh, let, we just we have to make Dr. Evil say right again. But, the, but, 100 but, but times, to be fair, hundred times I, I
1: agree. That that is an overused joke. They use it less in this one, but it is an overused joke. But it still continues to be one of the funniest jokes. The funniest, the funniest thing I think in this entire movie is where Doctor Evil says "right," which is when he goes back in time and he sees Rob Lowe, and he goes like, "Oh, you look very healthy," or whatever oh. he says. Rob Lowe, and he turns to frown.
2: <laughs> okay, yeah, okay.
1: He goes <laughs> and he just goes.
0: Right, like
1: that is the funniest joke in this entire movie where she looks exactly the same
0: yeah
1: i come on but again they they i will to give them credit they did not do that as many times this time around they knew it was a card they couldn't spend like too much but but it it was funny each time they did it but I, have literally thought the same thing. I know right. how many times because the first time or two they did it, I go, "How many more rights are we gonna get?" Or whatever
2: right, whatever. and they kept on doing it wrong. Because right. we talked about the
1: strongest <laughs> part of the first movie was Doctor Evil's reactions to things. Yes. So it's
2: not even. Things so then he's they're saying, like, "Okay, let's reactions. do it all the time, yeah. all the time." Um. But no, one thing I was gonna say uh, is something that I, my favorite, my favorite part of this movie is uh there's the female uh spy robin swallows no, I, I, <laughs> she's I the one that you. gets a knife in the back yes. and then he's <laughs> prepared to die powers grab yes. the machine gun he picks her back up and uses her as a shield again i i was gonna i want to if this uh, wasn't a
1: pod i would high five you because that was the other moment I was right and then he's like use the rocket launcher
2: <laughs> <laughs> she's on the
1: ground he shoots the rocket. <laughs> And the rocket is not even... He's still standing there
2: without her. So the rocket is on its way. Then he picks her up. Picks her up and puts her right in front of the <laughs> rocket. And then they're falling out of the building. And as they're falling to the ground, he puts her in front no, of her. No, she him. goes, She goes. at least we will now
1: both die. And as she's saying it, he's moving her in front oh, okay. of her to I'm land on Like, Because, again, that is a joke where when she gets the knife in the back, because if you remember, same thing that is a repeat but a slightly very different variation toilet scene. of well no no of the first joke of the of the first movie which is a a, a female assassin uh. come to kill him now that one was that you know the joke was that it ended up being a man and it was like so obviously a man but it get there's another second assassin that like kills that assassin which is Dr Evil in that one but like there's someone like comes in in the rafters so it's like it's almost the same kind of setup there but yet they change it in that way where the assassin just like keeps getting killed over and not over again. Like he,
2: he sees the assassin in the reflection of her eye. Yeah, <laughs>
1: but but it's not. You know what makes again. You know what makes me laugh about that one. That's not a repeat joke. But it's not that he sees the reflection. It's how long of a reaction it takes for him to realize what's going on, and he still has time to survive. Because like that is such a drawn out. Like that's what's funny to me is like it's such a skillful thing, but he reacts so slowly to it. But yeah, the that whole sequence of her getting shot is hilarious. Oh my gosh! All um, right,
0: uh, Eric. What uh, I think you already did. Then what's uh, the? Funniest? I was gonna say what was your favorite part, but I think you've already answered.
1: That. I, again, I think one of the strongest. I think one of the strongest sequences is the tent sequence. Yeah. And I a, a, a joke that I think is done really well but I think doesn't fit very well in the movie aside from it being the 90s. I think the Jerry Springer stuff is all hilarious, but I feel like it goes on way too long in each sequence. Um like especially that first sequence, but it's hilarious cuz it's so perfect, yeah, but it just right. feels weird and out of place like in the movie. And Clint Howard, you know. That yeah, the 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 it looks like a, mm. you know, sequence. Um but I think the funniest joke in this movie is absolutely when he turns to Frau and she looks
0: exactly the same <laughs> yeah that that one did uh and that was at a part where I was not enjoying the yeah, film so and helped still helped bit, yeah. that I, I I did like that uh, and then i'm trying to i I think my favorite part of the movie is the ten scene too yeah i it, it might just be because it reminds me of how hard I laughed in the movie theater when I saw it but and i i I have a very distinct memory of hating this film and then that scene was so funny that it made me yeah. sort of lighten up on on the movie kind of thing but yeah I was I was supremely disappointed when I went and saw this in the movie theater
1: so you brought up we haven't brought it up on this pod but you had a complaint of your memory of this movie um like from, that you mentioned last week. Um, I think you mentioned it on the pod. If not, it was After Hours. But you said that your biggest complaint with two is that the, the best part of one is that he's a fish out of water. Yeah. Whereas in this movie, most of it is not in the 90s. It's him in his element in the 60s. What
0: I find very frustrating about what you just said is there's an obvious story beat to be had here. You take Austin Powers from the 60s, you put him in the 90s, then you acclimate him to the 90s, okay? Then you yeah, now yeah, throw yeah. him back to the 60s, and he can't fit in there either now. Yeah. So he's the man with no Well, no not time. only that,
2: he gets mad at uh, Felicity for doing what he did in the so first movie. I,
0: I know what you're talking about, and that that's actually what spawned that in my head where I was like, I, I think that's... The screenwriter is at least touching on it, but... That joke is nowhere to be had in this movie. There is no well, scene. Well, it is,
1: but you're just saying they don't focus on it. They do not. Because they do, they do have that occur, which is what Dave is implying, is that, yes, his time in the 90s has made him grow or advance or whatever. I mean, you could that's saying that the 90s people are better than 60s people. But you know what I mean? I'm just saying the idea that he has changed his way of thinking because he's spent this time in the 90s. But, by the way, we didn't bring this up. How much do you love, because I do, because this is spoofing things like Bond movies mm-hmm. and the fact that Bond can never stay in a relationship and, and all this stuff, the, the way that the, the movie scene. opens up yeah. and how quickly he forgets about her. And he's like, he's like, he claps with her like broken hand of like that he's single again. Yeah. Uh I think it just as a nod to the types of movies they're referencing, they literally... He literally sees in like Flint on the TV. Yeah, like like (laughs) I thought that was funny that they at
0: least tipped their cap to it. it. It's my
1: favorite movie. Mm. Uh, Like the like I said that that to me like is so on the nose of like again just like the time travel thing of like a hey here's what we got to get out there and let's just move on we don't have time for it you know Um, we got to get to a a sexy Heather Graham which I'm sure you didn't notice Jared you know but uh, Uh, let me polish my wedding ring yeah um uh, well I noticed since I'm not. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> uh, that is a nostalgia thing too. I had such a crush on Heather Graham. Love me some um, Heather Graham.
0: Yeah, she was she was great. She still is great. I I think she's very good in this movie. Even I though think, it's obvious, I don't think obvious she's, she's not as good trying as very hard. Elizabeth Hurley
1: in the first one, though, I do notice that. I love I love Heather Graham, but I think she, her performance of her role and what she's supposed to be is. I don't know. I it loses something. Like I, that's part of why I love the first one. Like Elizabeth Hurley is perfect in that. I would role. agree. Yeah, I would
0: agree that Elizabeth Hurley's better. I I still just really like uh, her in I this do. movie, though, and
1: she's perfect for this role too. Like the role that she's playing. Yeah, but it's just I don't know. It it is a thing too where she's roller. There's girl, diminishing man. returns, and I don't mean because I watch this movie so many times. I'm just saying like you can definitely tell that there are just things that are just not going to be as funny the second time around in this film.
0: Yep. All right, let's move into things that we don't like about the film. I've said, honestly, most of my piece about it. Um, I, I think the thing that we can talk about and then go from here is in our review of the first one, we specifically talked about how there was really no bad scenes. No, no jokes F- land flat yeah that is not true of this movie no. not, uh, no. uh, tons of scenes uh have there will be funny jokes and bad jokes and they seem to come rapid fire but yeah i it, there are whole i mean this the focal point to me is that scene with uh fatty b's uh poop water is just Uh, so unbelievably not funny And again, it
1: is certain things of like an evolution of your own comedy style of what you appreciate, but there are just so many fatty B related jokes that are just not, they didn't land as funny to me this time around. And it also too, again, it's hard to separate because I'm not watching this movie for the first time with a different perspective. I know the jokes as they start to happen. I go, Oh yeah, I know what the punchline is here. So it's just going to lose some of the comedy there too, but it's just the, the, the gross out humor, is just if there's not much else there, is isn't just not funny to me. It's okay to have gross out humor, but that's when that's the only layer of what it is. There's no like smart layer it's underneath a very it.
0: F- gross out humor is very hard, and super
1: bad uh, had gross out humor, but it's it's not the only layer of it. It's funny. I mean, the dance sequence it just can't, can't like, be like, you know, gross.
2: Right, you have to have something. That's what I'm else saying about. Which it. is
1: in this movie, it's just look at me. It's gross. I mean, it's funny because it's gross. Look
2: at Rick and Morty. Mm-hmm. That show is extremely gross, but clever at the same time. Yes. Very and if you've never
1: clever. watched Rick and Morty, you are really underestimating how clever that show is. Extremely. Yes.
2: Uh, all right, uh, Dave. Let's go to you first. Um, <coughs> I pretty much said my main problem with this movie, and yeah, I could pick out specific scenes, but. Uh, the one like the one I said before with uh, Minnie, Me, and Doctor Evil. Just it's hey, let's, let's just yeah, let's just dance for and rap yeah, because terrible. it'll be funny.
1: Did you love that? At, at, like when you were younger, though, because I, I did. I think I did. I remember loving that song. That just is so out of place and weird in this movie. Right. It does not work. It doesn't. It's there to make a like a music video. Like it's it'd be fine cut alone with Made no some
0: uh, good moments on the trailer, I remember that. It's a like,
1: it's good promotional oh, like piece. Oh, the Heineken.
2: Like he, uh, I why would you grab my Heine and then yeah. uh, I remember there being oh, Austin was there powers a, there was Heineken, a Heineken commercials. Promotion? Oh, it, really? Yeah. I don't
1: remember that. Was uh, there, there probably was Jaguar ones too with the Jaguar, you know. Hmm.
2: Yeah. Uh, but no, that's that I've said what I need to say. All right. Ugh. Eric
1: I, I think the worst part is what we just said there too the the the, and to be honest I think this happens from uh, this can go into the Jerry Springer thing even though I think that one is legitimately funny all the way through I just feel like there are some cutaway sequences that might as well be in like Family Guy I mean like they're they're just they they're like non sequiturs that don't really matter to what's going on um and they just feel out of place they are just like oh hey, this would be funny we gotta we got we can throw a funny scene in here um and like even when it's not trying to be funny that like I said, not the the him singing like the uh before that too when they're doing the piano solo is not it feels out of place when it's happening now i will say it's tag me what you're talking about so lost. when him he's playing piano and then mini me has a smaller oh, piano yeah. on top of that <laughs>
0: yeah okay
1: it's weird because they just are in song when yeah. they come out of it. and then they do that later with the just the two of us um I, I feel like both of those are weird. I don't now, remember
0: the piano scene being weird to me. Well, the, just right. the two of us. The really joke stuck at the out. end
1: of the piano scene is what says that for me, which is after they're done, he goes, I wrote that. Like he's he <laughs> like, like, he takes credit for future, like knowing a future song. But then they like do constantly where he's just bringing things like, you know, the Death Star and like all this stuff. The, laser. He, the dude, the commitment to doing the, 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 the air quotes and then the way he pauses every time and goes, laser. Like, they cannot
0: understand what the word is How about when Awesome means. Powers helps him out with his yeah. line, though? <laughs> that, oh, holy cow, yes. that made me laugh. Yes, because
1: he's seen oh, it. Oh, yeah, thank you. future. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I love it.
0: Uh, all right, boys. Um, anything else to say about the spy who shagged me?
1: Uh, it's not a negative, but I do want to mention one thing because uh, both of you guys uh, have experience with this. What are your thoughts when the evil empire was Starbucks? <laughs> uh, that that's what, and I always love too yeah. the running joke that that number two, his idea of like evil domination is just regular business. Yes, <laughs> it's like he an wants to Michael Corleone it. Yes,
2: well, yeah, he just wants to get all the money in the world that uh, he could have.
1: Did you guys notice though? Because I I I'm sure I've noticed this before, but it wasn't a joke I remembered. So if not, maybe this is the first time that I noticed it. Uh, so, when they have Starbucks, right, in the background, there's a random Starbucks employee yep. just cleaning something. Mm-hmm. Okay. But then when they're actually in the evil lair, it's just random people cleaning something. So, they're likening the random Starbucks employee is just as evil as the other fund.
0: As a former Starbucks employee, I spent a lot of time cleaning. Yeah. So, uh,
1: I'm just saying that that, that comparison for me. But, yeah. Watching this this time around, uh, knowing the two people that I was recording with, the whole Starbucks sequence, because uh, if you're not aware in, in their, their past, they had a long run as uh, Starbucks employees. Mm-hmm. So.
2: I, I like that it predicted that an evil bald man would fly on a phallic-shaped rocket in, in, into space.
1: Mm. <laughs> you, were you waiting all week to say that one, day. <laughs> Boom! Yeah. Topical <laughs> humor right there. Yeah. He'll have to cry into his most money in the world... Uh. <laughs>
0: What if what Jeff Bezos leaves us a uh, one-star review? You did uh, it.
2: <laughs> Jeffrey Bezos. <laughs> Jeffrey Bezos. Hey, you're getting his copyright. Congratulations. <laughs> yes. um, All right, guys. Did BJ, you know? we have something else going Well, kind of. Did you know that there was another billionaire that was going to ride on the rocket with Jeffrey Bezos, but he couldn't make it, so he let his son take his place? so it was literally jeffrey bezos and an 18 year old on a rock
1: well i knew there was a young kid but i didn't know that it was his yeah yeah his dad his dad dad paid for
2: a spot and then he had prior engagement so he just said okay son (laughs) you go ahead and fly i'm too busy
1: what but how what is the other engagement like what
0: level of importance (laughs) and say he purchased a seat on a Rocket to space and then couldn't make it. Too busy. <laughs> you, th- you think you <laughs> that's would Mikey have, uh... levels of busy. Yeah, <laughs> you think he would have carved that out of his schedule? Somehow. Yeah, uh, he'll he'll catch the next one. <laughs> that's what kills me, man. It's like you've got a billion dollars, but but your business is so pressing that you can't even go up into space. Yeah, right? Right. you've already got a billion dollars. I don't know. whatever. Uh,
1: speaking of, we, we're, it's on topic with the movie. Uh, talking about reworking the same joke—the idea that he gets the money right this first time, but they that money doesn't exist, so he's still a laughing stock. Like that's what I'm saying when when I'm like when I want to hate on this movie and I want to say it's it's easy jokes. Like one we didn't bring up is that it was a real obvious one is you guys remember how much the hangover Two retells hangover Mm one yes i mean it's like yeah um but like in this one even when i want to hate on it because it's not you you can call it not original there's always like a different spin on most of the jokes so it's enough to like keep me engaged because i go okay they're gonna tell this joke again but how is it gonna be different like i don't know now my memory and this is not a movie that i remember as well but when we get to the third one, which obviously is our, our next pick. Um, That's Dave's pick. Oh, oh, wait. We have to wait for Dave to confirm it. But if we do the next one, um, my memory is that it actually branches out on its own a little bit more.
0: So I'm excited for this. That's one. my memory, too. And as a matter of fact, uh, my memory is that the third one is my favorite. Of oh, the really? That was, so that was not we'll my memory. cold That was not my memory.
1: But I do remember that it is. it, it follows its own path.
0: Mm-hmm. And it's got Michael King. Come Oh, on. yeah. Come on. Dave, you were saying something, I believe? I don't think so. Was your silence
1: indicative of your hate of Michael Caine?
0: No, not at all. Mm. Some people just want to watch the world burn. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. We both (laughs) started pulling out (laughs) Michael Caine That's awesome. (laughs) All right. Uh, So that'll do it for the Spy Who Shagged Me. Uh, Dave, it is your pick for next week. What is there going to be our pick? Cuties. All right. It's not really. uh, We're (laughs) watching uh, whatever. Awesome powers, gold member.
1: You got him flustered. You lost his uh, mojo right there.
0: I would not be recording on that one. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) All right. So uh, for next week, Austin Powers. uh, Gold member. In gold member. In gold member. Oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, There's a lot of stuff I normally say at the end of the podcast, but it's too late for me this time. So we'll just say uh, cue it up. (laughs)